sharpen your pencils, adjust your glasses, fill those pocket protectors, because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in Rampant Speculation. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone like a motherfucker. And I just want to point out that uh, Chris could not make it tonight because he had some special obligations. <laughs> with, his, with his wife, right? Yeah. Also known as his master. <laughs> uh, master oh, of puppets. Are we actually going off this? We can. I mean, I don't see why not. Uh, oh, I, was just, yeah, I was just goofing around on the, on the beginning of this. Well, I think it's funny. Um I was listening to Metallica today and I was talking to Monica, who's my wife. And I was like, do you know who Metallica is? Like, do you really know who Metallica is? And so I started like Googling uh, Metallica and YouTube videos started popping up and it was street performers as Metallica. And there was Metallica surprises street performers. So like Metallica like would, uh, they walked into a shop and the guy, this guy's like cutting deli and he's, and all of a sudden he's like, there's like Metallica singing in the deli or Metallica like walks into other one and like, That's really it's, cool. it's pretty cool. And so I just got infatuated with an issue I have that all of a sudden I'll see a Facebook video and then it'll go to the next video and say it'd be like a Red Bull video where this guy's like skiing, like this amazing like ski run or BMX Red Bull video or the guy jumping from outer space. And then it like plays videos that are like minded to that one. So you kind of get sucked into like watching videos. So for like this morning, for like three hours, I watched videos of like random shit. And like that's how I ended up with the Metallica Street Performers because like it, it had end up to like some lady playing Adele piano on the street, et cetera. You were watching YouTube videos for three hours. Well, like I woke up at eight this morning, <laughs> and uh, Monica was still asleep, and like I was just kind of watching them on my phone while she slept. I was tired. I wasn't. I was been. It's been a long week. No, no. I guess. I guess that's true. It just sounds funny. It sounds like, funny. I watched yeah. three hours of YouTube today. Yeah, I, I'm doing a lot with my life. Um, go YouTube. I guess the thing is, like, I don't do a lot with my life because I work so much that. Yeah, get, <laughs> when I do get a chance, like that's kind of my way to decompress. Well, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. You gotta always you gotta have your ways of decompressing. You know, you gotta you gotta be able to figure that shit out. All right. So, what are we talking about today? We're just gonna make fun of Chris for not being here. We can make fun of Chris. I mean, that's always a solid option. Yeah, because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, he couldn't, <laughs> no, he um, couldn't even be on here for his own show. Uh, what's the show name again? Uh, <laughs> uh I think it's a rampant speculation. <laughs> We can go with that. Well, we're not, yeah, it's not guaranteed <laughs> yet. Actually, Matt and I are going to go ahead and change the name now that Chris isn't fucking here. Yeah. I don't, what would we change it to? Something better than that. I'm guessing. Did, without Chris? Did it, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Life Without Chris by Matt and Jesse. Yeah. Life Without Chris. His parents fucking wonder that all the time. Do you think Chris would have a clear backpack? No, he definitely would. Chris would do that. He's a rule follower. So if they said, hey, we're going to have clear backpacks. Chris would have a fucking clear backpack. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fairly obvious. So for those of you that don't know, I mean, actually, I didn't even know until Jesse pointed it out to me today. But for those of you who don't know, after the the, the Parkland shootings, um, it was going around that the school wanted to implement a plan of having clear backpacks. And, and, the, and the kid right now that's in charge of the 
stomp on Washington, uh, the politics of getting guns out of schools. Whether, whether your views doesn't matter, but it's just funny because he's like against yeah. having clear backpacks and he's and he's wanting to get rid of the Second Amendment. It's just kind of funny how he wants one amendment but not the other. And obviously all amendments are important and I just think it's hilarious. But our buddy Chris is kind of up and down on stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah, Chris. Well, he's you can't trust Chris um, mostly because he can't even show up to his own show. Like he's supposed to be here right now, and he's not here because he didn't know that his what his wife was going out of town. I'm trying to I'm trying to look up the quote right now too, just because I'm I want to get the exact quote. It's just ridiculous. Um, Are you talking about the Parkland? Yeah, the David. His name is like David. It's either Hog or Hog, and I I don't know. I haven't heard it pronounced. Well, do you know the great thing about technology? We can just look it up right here. Yeah, but sometimes they sometimes you look it up and then it'll like mispronounce it. It's like, well, fuck, what is this? <laughs> it's just, it's just hilarious. I'm just going to type in Parkland oh, Clear here, Backpacks. Here's you one of the quotes from us because like, after we come back from spring break, they're requiring us all to have clear backpacks. So I guess it is enforced. Oh, okay. And then he goes on to say, it's unnecessary. It's embarrassing for a lot of the students. And he, then he eventually talks about how it's, you know, it's, it's a violation of the right to privacy. How do you feel about clear backpacks? I mean, I honestly wouldn't care. Actually, I never used a backpack in high school. I left all my shit yep. at, at school, and then when I needed to do homework, I, w- I would take that individual piece of homework home. I wouldn't need to take all my books with me. I knew people that would carry every single book with them. Well, I mean, really, what's the argument against clear backpacks? I mean, some schools already have kids go through metal detectors. Other kids have schools uh, have the kids wear uniforms. Um, why why not? Right? I mean, what right? I mean, what special rights do these kids have? <laughs> if you know, if you're wanting to protect them, technically the states could do whatever they wanted, or the schools can implement their own policies. So I I don't see what the problem would be. Well, I th- I think it's stupid. Don't get me wrong. I think the idea is stupid. But I, mean, I agree. I just think that when it comes to here's a problem I have. At what point do you have separation of the federal level and the state level? You know, um, you, you've got to have that, that level. And, um, that's why we have amendments and that's why we have states rights versus federal rights. And I like decisions being made local because if decisions are made local, that means more people that are actually involved with the problem are making those decisions. Yep. It's not some bureaucrat pushing decisions from the top down and. A clear backpack, it doesn't bother me. Who cares? Yeah. You know, and it, I, whether it's you've got personal stuff in there, my, my, my problem is personal items should be left at home and yeah. dealt with at home. If it's a hygiene issue or there's, there's a concern for that because women are different makeup and different beasts than men, then I, I think they have purse. You know, you shouldn't have to have a clear purse. You know, you're, you're not going to hide an assault rifle. Um, in a purse, I mean, you could probably get a Glock in there or a, a handgun, but I, we're not really worried about handguns. You know, we're we're attacking the things that look scary. Yeah, and um, that's all. That's I, I don't all agree is. with that. That's all it is, and they're just trying to fix symptoms. You know, like uh, AR-15s, man, they're not killing it. It's not like they're killing some crazy amount of people. Handguns, obviously, by far and away, you know, they kill the most amount of people. Uh, you know, like seventy-one hundred to I, I'm not even sure how many people. AR-15s kill per year, but I think rifles, all rifles, are like 350 people. And yeah, oh, is it bad? Sure, you know, uh, but 
it's just it's just like banning bump stocks. What's it going to do? You know, like there's a lot of things they're going to ban, but they're just trying to fix symptoms because they want everybody like wants an easy button, and, and the kids want there to be an easy button. All these uh, a lot of leftists they want there to be like an easy button they can press where they can just make a law, and it's going to get rid of these killings, and that's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, history is indicative of that. Um, I would say. And I get so frustrated when I see this because I actually studied the numbers in college. I mean, my my degree is in criminology, and I get frustrated when you have people like the Young Turks completely mis misrepresenting what's actually going on in America. And you know, they'll lob in like, "Hey, all Americans want background checks." Well, yes, all Americans do want background checks. And if you've never attended a gun show, they usually do background checks there. Mm -hmm. But I agree that sometimes they don't always do it. And some states are very strict about that. Like, and so for example, in Nevada, um, you can't buy a long rifle. You have to wait, uh, uh, you have to wait so many days to buy a, a shotgun. And I think, um, AR-15s, you have to wait a certain time. But if I, when I bought my pistol, I had to wait three days to even pick up my, to pick up my, uh, Glock when I bought my Glock. And so there's there are state laws that are different across the United States. There's not one law that that's uh, reciprocated, you know. And so what I think should happen is there should be federal law on all all long guns and all handguns. It should be standardized on the buying. What what there should be a cool period. Wait wait a week. What's one week to buy a gun? Do you, I, I, I agree. Do you really need a gun that day? I mean, it, forgive me. If, if you're planning a hunting trip and your fucking shotgun breaks, first of all, that tells me you're not cleaning it correctly. Yeah. You're not maintaining it fine. So that to me, you're, you're, you're just shit out of luck. You're not prepared for this. And, I mean. and, and I agree with that. So, but you and I don't disagree with that. And that's the thing is most people that even the NRA doesn't disagree with some of those those gun laws and they try to they try to make this point like everybody's just against gun laws you know all the lobbyists are against gun laws well first of all lobbyists are pieces of shit usually anyhow but and if we want to get stuff passed we got to look at it in a realistic view so when you look at you look at certain like background checks you know you're talking about person on person gun sales which is is a crazy concept to me could you imagine buying a gun off like backpage.com and I've known somebody that's done this and uh but they actually met at a police department so they were smart and but could you imagine like buying a gun from an individual you taking like five hundred dollars cash somebody that has a firearm to me in that self it seems a little asinine in, in a terms yeah, no i i guess i never really thought about that but I, no i i don't think i would do that anyway but yeah i don't see there being a problem i mean just in general when you buy a gun why shouldn't there be you know like i'm fine with waiting periods you know like because what does it really matter? And that's not that's not restricting your Second Amendment rights. I mean, right? I mean, not like it's, it's not a, taking away the gun. You still get the gun. It's a regulation. That's it. And, the, and yeah, and the states are still able to put regulations on there. And some of these should be they should be federalized because it doesn't make much sense. Um, but at the same time, most people are just like that's what I don't like about those polls. It's like because the young Turks will quote, and, and and a lot of leftist places will quote. They'll be like ninety percent of people agree that they need. You know, uh, better background checks or something like that. The problem is, is probably half those people have no fucking clue what the background checks are right now. So they're just like, well, they need to be better, you know, or they'll say things like, hey, you need to do something. Oh, okay, what? You know, point me in the right direction. Who's not going to agree that we need to get better? I mean, what politician is going to stay up there like, 
you know what? I want shit just to get worse. Yeah. That that. Hey, do you want stuff to get better? So if I'm if I'm gonna approach you on the street and I'm gonna ask you a question, I'm gonna be like, hey, yeah. do you want this to get better or worse? Ninety to ninety percent of people aren't gonna be like, oh fuck this world. And there's gonna yeah. be those people out there, obviously. But you know, and and the the question I get the most is, what do you need a gun for? Why do you want a gun? You know, and I've listened to Ben Shapiro talk on this, and I love American history and I love history in general. And I've actually got my minor in American history, and it's to me it's important. It's almost like it's 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 the founders wanted us to have weapons, not in the not. It's not like I'm going to go out there and I'm going to stop whatever's going to happen to the United States government. But at the same time, it's an identity for who we are as a nation. It's it's like, hey, listen, at any point in time, we are going to keep America free. There's going to be liberty here. And can you, can you imagine trying to take over all of America with all the weapons that are out there? There, there there's, no, there's no possible way. It's just, it's just not going to happen. And so I don't, I don't think that would ever happen in today, today's society. But I'm also one, I've never shot anybody. I've taken my carry concealed class. I've taken hunter safety, you know, and I've been around firearms since I've been like, well, eight years old. I've been handling firearms. And so for me, it's, it's teaching people how to act responsibly. And a lot of the crimes that we're seeing, a lot of the gun violence that we're seeing that gets, that gets thrown in with these mass shootings is crime on crime. It's, it's gang on gang violence. It's, there's like 11,000 homicides used every year. So most of those are by handguns. There's. I think it jumped up to 13,000 last year. I was looking at the 2016 yeah, statistics. Yeah. I haven't looked at the recent ones, yeah, but. They jumped up like a thousand over a year, but you're still talking about, I mean. And you're still, you're still talking about 7,000 7, gang related deaths. You know, you're, you're in, right in that range. So. Well, oh, I thought right, the gang related deaths were around 2,000, but it doesn't matter. It? Yeah. I think, I think it's around two, two or 3,000. Um, but like there's another thousands justified and you start going, you know, so many accidental and it, it you know, it, it, it's not as crazy as it seems on the surface. 7,100 by handguns, I think 350 by rifles. And then it kind of breaks down some of the rest of it as well. But and I'm not trying to get on a big gun rampage, but it's just something that we were, we were talking earlier. I watched in uh, Michigan State almost slip out of the final floor slot. And so... To me, in America, if you want to make your way, I think it's it's great. You know, finally, out of everything that's happened, I'm kind of excited to see these kids actually marching because, hey, so they're finally starting to give a shit. Whether, whether it's the right way or a wrong way, at least they're saying something. Because for so long, no one's ever talked about this. Is Donald Trump has created more interest in politics than anybody in the American history or recent history, at least, that I've seen. Because what? How often in in high school did anybody ever talk about politics? Zero. I don't remember any of my classmates ever talking about politics unless it was us. You know, we were the only ones in our group interested in politics. No one else cared. You know, we were too busy listening to Shaggy or <laughs> or whatnot. But Great, that's great what's Gutfeld. Good. Great Gutfeld talks about it all the time. Do you, you don't watch Great Gutfeld, um, no. but he's he's on Fox News. Oh, and now I know I just completely lost my train of thought. What were we saying right before that? About how how involved people are starting to get with politics, and Trump's kind of like the 
catalyst to that. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Um, Greg Gutfeld, he always goes about. He's like, he's like, we should be so thankful for Trump because now people are actually paying attention and they know more about our political system than they ever knew before. You know, because everybody's trying to get about every little thing. So now everybody's like looking into each law. Oh, what's the Logan Act or what's the, what's this? What's, what's, what's the twenty fifth amendment? Yeah, like yeah. everybody's trying to figure out whoever knew what the like, twenty fifth oh, amendment was before. Yeah, every, before this president. So, so he's real, and even though he, he's not really doing anything crazy, um, I would say at least not like you know, constitution wise or like against the constitution, everybody's looking into every little piece. So I, I think it's great. I mean, people are actually caring and getting involved. The problem is it's like highly sensationalized. And I just don't like the, in terms of the kids though, I, I just think they're being used as a talking piece and that's fine. And it's not that they don't care and that they don't want to do all that stuff. I know they do, but at the same time, they're, I think they're also being exploited at the same time. But obviously, I mean, it's, it's rating central right now. CNN is a prime indicator of that. I mean, it's been all over their feed all day long. You can't click on CNN without seeing the first 10 stories about what's going on. And that's fine. I mean, CNN, oh, dude, they're so they're so excited. Man, if they could just get a couple more school shootings, whoo, you know, their ratings are going to go way up. I know, dude. I, I try to, to be bipartisan, I guess you can say, on Fox and CNN, but I just really, I kind of scour all different things. I listen to Ben Shapiro. I listen to the Young Turks every now and then. I listen to CNN and Fox. It's kind of really interesting to get the t- everybody's different take on the shit that's going down. But um, I kind of want to switch it up going, you kind of do a little switch up real quick. And let's. Let's talk about something that's kind of fun and not so heavy. I was thinking we could talk about some of our nostalgia days, um, such as like playing like some of the old games that we used to play. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, so you want to go from guns, like killings, to to video games now? It's yes, like fucked up. I know. You want to talk about some first-person shooters? That's exactly <laughs> what I was going no. towards. No. no. I was thinking um uh actually it is a first person well it's like a it's like a sort of it's like a second person shooter. Um I guess you call it third person, but it's um Mega Man. Mega Man? Mega Man's we, great. We played it all in one night. Mega Man three. That's like my favorite Mega Man. And that's probably the most familiar with it too. But yeah, I beat the shit out of that game. <laughs> I love Mega Man three. I just like when he explodes. I don't why actually I don't like it because typically that means I'm playing him and I just fucking died. Well, yeah, but like it's like it's got that like cool like no, little it, epic it graphics. Does. It does. It's pretty cool, and the music the music's good for for as old as it is. I mean, uh, the, the games are well done. No, I I would agree with that. I, I like those older games, and um, I was on the Wii the other day and we were playing Zelda, which was pretty awesome, mm-hmm. and um, rolling through Zelda. I, it's funny how fast I can beat Zelda now, just because I know the where, first one, right? Yeah. And I know where everything's at. What's funny is Brian, because Brian Hollingsworth and I, for, for the Tree Will podcast stuff, we just played through Zelda Thursday. We didn't actually do the podcast yet, but we played all the way through it. Yeah, we went beat the whole game and then started on the second quest and haven't finished that yet. But yeah, you can you can really get through there quick. I mean, really, you could have like the blue ring within like 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, or maybe even... Maybe you just got to farm coins. That's it. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, you know, like going to the first level and actually, you know, just kind of playing around. Um but yeah, you can just you can just fly through the game. I I don't know. It's pretty awesome. You're cheating on me. Well, it wasn't my fault. Hey, we played that game <laughs> before you guys played it, so calling dibs on that one. <laughs> yeah. I even bought you a Zelda book for Christmas. You did. 
But see, but him and I, were, we were just doing the NES version, just the one. And you wanted to talk about like all of the Zeldas. So yes. it doesn't that, so it's not, I mean, if it's cheating, it's barely like, it's like a kiss, you know, or. Is it just a tip? Yeah. Just, just a little bit? Just a tip. Or, you know, maybe just like, a, you know, a blowjob for just a few seconds. But it wasn't really like, you know, <laughs> what is he saying? Oh, fuck. I can't even. What does he say? Like a 20 second blowjob or something like that? Fuck. Butch, are you talking to, it sounds like a Kevin Smith movie. No, it's Seagal. It's uh, not Steven Seagal. Oh, fuck it. I'll come back to it. Good old I'll come Steven. back to it. I can't, I can't think of it right now. But no, uh, I, I like the, I've never played the second Zelda. It just always kind of like looked wompy to me. You never played, I played only through that one too. Did you? Yeah. No, I thought that was a. I watched Angry Video Game Nerd on that one, so I kind of saw him play all the way through it, and it's just kind of it didn't it didn't like really spark my attention. And it's set up differently too; it looks different. It's that the world's different. But I mean, basically, though, how he looks in the second one, you know, uh, a link to that one's a link to no, that's not a link to the past. Sorry. No, it's not the Adventures of Link. It's the Adventures um, of Link, yeah, a link to the past. Because his the, the way he looks in it though is more like the modern Link. I mean, yes. so that's kind of like the stepping stone on getting to the modern Link. And there's some cool parts in it because like when you. When you kill monsters, you get like a certain amount of experience, right? Or points. I'm not sure exactly what they're called now. But uh, so let's say you get like 200. Then you can spend it on making a, getting a stronger sword. Or, well, sword. Stronger, you know, like your sword attacks harder. You know, or you can, I think there's three different ones you can invest in. So you can build up your character. So it kind of has like a more of a... It's like an RPG film. Yeah, almost. It's, it's definitely different. Um, and it's it's side-scrolling. Yeah, uh, I think that's what kind of threw me well, off. Well, I mean, the, their main world doesn't because you kind of walk around. Um... See the the first the, the best thing about Zelda was the open world concepts to where you can just uh, kind of and I always love the scroll like you go to one screen you go do, 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 bam you got there you go and then you got yeah. those blue fuckers shooting like uh, arrows at you <laughs> and, and like I love the sound where when it, like you got your little shield and it goes dink dink and, like when like the little arrows hit your shield <clears throat> to me uh, I I like that uh, that gameplay it's really intriguing um. My favorite Zelda game is probably Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. Mine's probably still the NES version. I like the NES version. Don't get me wrong. And the, I, I no, guess, Link to the Past was amazing. Like, the music was amazing. Yes. What they did compared to the original The gameplay is so good. Yeah, compared to the first two Zelda, it was like, oh my god, this was like the next step, and it was great. You know, and it had all kinds of new pieces. The bosses were harder, but they kind of kept a lot of the, you know, a lot of the same stuff. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Okay, um, that game pissed me off on one boss. It took me an hour and a half to beat one boss. And I just remember... Was uh, it the turtle boss with like the blue yes. head and the red head? <laughs> and it's the one that would knock <laughs> you off the ice. And that, like, it was, that one I died to quite a bit. I um, think it was the ice boss. And like it would hit you and you'd bounce off the walls and you would like fall down. And Well, what pissed me off, because I think the times I usually died is because I like I ran out of uh, I ran out of mana. You yes. Know? And I was like... I couldn't attack him anymore. You know, like, I think that's what happened. I mean, I fucking, I was like, this is stupid, you know, but I did, I did actually go through it because I'm not, I'm not like a game genie. I mean, I'm, I'm not into all that stuff and I wasn't into I've like, I've never the, used game genie. And I wasn't into all the, uh, all the books and stuff like that, but I did go through it and I was able to find all the hearts. So I felt good about that. I was playing it on my, um, what do you call that? Uh, I was playing it on my, um, emulator. And I had just gotten to the to the Lost Worlds, to where it flips over to like where you go into like the dark side, mm -hmm. and you're playing against you're trying to get find the wizard, and then everything is kind of switched over. 
and all of a sudden it stopped saving and so it took me ed brant had actually come over and fix it for me but uh i i beat it once i'm going back through it again because i want to beat it again i love the intricacy of you know how they set up magic in that game yeah. and different you got you've got like a, a fire wand and an ice wand and then you can like swim to certain areas and then you can unlock certain secrets you don't have to burn that random bush but they still have those nuances in there which i thought was really good and the warp i like warping to each level you can like warp out with the mirror and then warp back uh through each place i mean you don't you don't burn random bushes but you still cut them down yeah pick them you know or or move certain rocks so it's it's very similar it's very similar to the original but it it, man it is great though i do i do admit and the the way because it is so it is is really well done the magic i did think was kind of goofy but but a lot of the gameplay is really cool the being able to dash at you know and monsters and just the the ideas of being able to hit projectiles back at people and I like the hook um, too, the grappling hook. Yeah, you there's so many there's that a lot out. Of cool stuff in that game. I guess it's been a little while since I played, but I, I remember, you know, I, I did I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it's just well done. I mean, it, it. I guess the problem the problem is I'm so connected to the to the NES version. As, so as the most Super NES is are. yeah, it is probably the best one because I wasn't you know sure did I like the 64 one? Do I think it was you know a great achievement? Sure. But it's not the SNES version. Is the problem I have with the '64 version is I didn't play it as in depth as I did the Link to the Past because well, there was just almost too much to do. Well, yeah, because I, I I'm gonna be honest. That, the '64 version was the first time that I was like, no, I'm not gonna go get all the hearts. Uh, I'm not gonna go to all this stuff. Yeah. I'm just gonna beat it, and then I just like, well, I'm done. Well, and then you like know, they um, had the horse racing, which by the way I hated. I didn't like it. I, I hated the horse racing because the damn horse would always get tired. And I can never get it to jump over the stupid stable. And I was like, well, I'm just wasting my time where I can go be kicking the shit out of some bosses. And then trying to find some of the secrets in that game were really wompy and kind of well, hard. What they did what they did with a lot of later RPGs and what drove me nuts, because I used to, you know, I was an RPG connoisseur basically back in the day. Back in the day, you could just sit there and if you put the time in and, you, you, you know, you just kind of worked it out, you could find everything yourself. And then they eventually crossed over to a point where... If you wanted to get every piece of you know thing of in the, in the game, you needed to buy Nintendo. this strategy guide, or you needed to do, to do this, or you know now you can watch the the walkthroughs or something. Yep. But they got to a point where you had to do that, and I hate that. And that's when I kind of started moving away from a lot of the RPGs because plus they got it was like back in the day, you know, even games with had good replay value, you could you could beat them in like twenty hours, and maybe you had additional gameplay. Uh, Final Fantasy VI was like that, or three. You know, you could play, I could beat it in 20 hours or so, and I could still play on it for another 40, 50, 60 hours. But now you get to you get to games later, like uh, I think it's Final Fantasy 12. I have like 50 hours on it, I'm halfway through. And I'm like, fuck this, dude. Do you know what game I need to actually buy? And I don't know. Actually, how, I have a pretty good idea. How I'm going to, how I'm going to, uh, I own it. Find it and be able to play it. it well, finding it won't be difficult, but it depends on what system you're on. Well, I mean, do I have to have a PlayStation? Um, I'm talking about Legend of Dragoon, which is probably Jesse and I's top RPG. It's it's up there. Yeah. The gameplay is fantastic. The gameplay is fantastic. The only piece I wish they could get rid of is just the loading, like going back to, to yeah. disc. If they But if they got rid of that, because basically, I mean, because I'd already... Did you play much uh, Final Fantasy VII? I did. I, yeah, I thought the whole thing. Was, 
I thought Legend of Dragon, if, if Legend of Dragon would have been called Final Fantasy VIII, like, I mean, because it... The, the lead characters kind of remind me, even though I think Dart's cooler. Yeah, I think, I, I think dude, all I think, the characters. I think the cool. I think all the characters are better. I think in, all the characters in, in are better. Right I think there. the game, the the battle gameplay. Well, actually, the material system is cool too, but the gameplay is great. Um, every really, and the whole story is real cool, and everything looks cool. Like I really, I really enjoyed playing through the Legend of Dragons. So plus, it only takes about thirty hours or so to beat. I think. Yeah, and I like can't that. remember. Um, does she die at the end, Rose? Rose? Well, she's the she's, she's the evil spirit, isn't she? That, I think uh, so. But they don't fight her at the I end. I can't do remember they? if he actually kills her, though. I can't remember the ending as well. I cannot remember. But man, she, it was sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was and she was through. hot too. She was well. I knew, I remember yeah. looking at this. I'm like, man, she's pretty hot for these graphics. <laughs> I'm like, even though it's an older, but and I liked even though he dies. I like, but I, I like because what was uh, Earth something? Oh, that's her transforming right there. Because eventually you get Albert, but the, the guy before him is uh, – it ends oh. in like Ertz or – I was going to ask you, whatever. did they sleep together in the cave? You know, like when they fall and then they no, wake I, up together I can't by the remember, fire? Man. I okay. can't I hope so. I remember I, – I was always wondering, but look at the artwork. Even the artwork's badass. And this guy was good. Um, Hashel. Hashel. I always had him as one I think of the guys. Like, yeah, it's like Hashel, Shayna. Shayna. Um, um, Dart Rose. Uh, Where's Red X Finn? That's Albert. That's Albert. Oh, okay. That's that's Final Phase Seven. Um, yeah, Red X. Sorry, he's always one of my favorite characters. Yeah, um, no, I, I remember that you that you did like him like that. Um, but they're, they're they're a lot like Luke. He looks like Sephiroth. He's got the white hair. This is dark. Like they're like opposite of each other. Yeah, the whole dragoon thing, man. The, the armor and all the stuff. It was, it was he, just really neat. I love the barbarian. I always kept him. He oh, was, uh, gone. Uh, Gongle? Gongle, yeah. Like what the fuck it was. Once you beat him in the tower and, and he joins your team, he becomes one of the best players you're going to have. Did I tell you? Because I think you get him in the second disc. And I, I don't even know why I remember this. but And I could have got his uh, Dragoon earlier, but I, I fucked up and I missed it. I didn't get his Dragoon until like the fourth disc. So I was like, what the fuck? I thought maybe like I thought maybe I was just supposed to get it later. And then I end up going Where'd back. Where'd you miss and it like, at? I can't remember where you get it remember, at. I can't remember it's how pretty, you get it either. I don't, I don't, how do you, how do you miss somehow, a dragon? Somehow I skipped it. So he did, I didn't have it. Because you get it like right away. And then, yeah, I I know. Oh, you know when you get it? I don't it? know how I did it. Like, I don't know how I skipped that part. What and if then it was I had a glitch? Back, and I had to come back and get it. And I, so I didn't get it, like I said, until like the fourth disc. The only thing I don't like about him, though, is how much magic is beats the shit out of him. His magic resistance is horrendous. Yeah, but you need somebody so, like him, though. Uh, I actually... It, it, it depended. It depended. I but I played a whole lot though with like Dart Rose and Hashel. Yeah, I used Rose um, pretty much the whole. I game. didn't like that Shayna or whatever. I didn't no. like her name as much. And once, uh, what's his name? Uh, whatever. It, what was his name though? It was because uh, it ends with an it's. As soon as oh. he dies, oh. I didn't like playing Albert. Linux or uh... I can. I'll find it. I'll just. I'll just. I'll just type it up because I'm. Um, I want to make sure I have the right the right name. But yeah, because as soon as he dies. It's like, you know, I didn't like that character. What was the magic in this call? It's uh, when they transformed to dragoons. Uh, could you, could you, su you could summon stuff too. Like they had different magic abilities. Each character had different stuff they could do besides just Well, because each one of them, do they have other abilities like that? Cause yeah. Because I mean, they did have, sure. they, they certainly had, because what's Cause his Shana name was Earth. Because Shauna like, could heal. Gongler, whatever, whatever his name was. He, yeah, he was, yeah, but I think, she, yeah, I guess that's true. But she, she had, was a healer. She had that, that ability even before without any kind of a yeah. dragoon or anything like that. Um, we need to play this through again. Honestly, is what we really need to do. We can't do it all in one night, like you and Brian did yeah. Zelda. But yeah, because that's the uh, that that's the nice thing about some of the older games. Um, 
because you could do that. You know, it's still you could still do that. You could run through and, and you know and play all that time. It, it, it was a lot of you know a lot of fun, a lot of replay value. But now then the games are just they just want to go crazy with them. This is not like that. But well, like Skyrim and other games, they're sixty hour games. And I people are like oh, I'm gonna pick up Skyrim again. I'm like, if I put sixty hours into a game, I'm never touching it again ever. I tried to play Witcher three, and yeah. I couldn't pick that up either. It's just like there's one. There's so much going on. And you can grow your own plants. I don't want to grow my own fucking plants. Yeah. And I want to kill shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't Gongle. It was Kongle. Kongle. There you go. Gongle, Kongle. Yeah. I mean, but most of it, we had most of them, right? It was just the just first letter that I screwed up on. You know what? I bet I can get an emulator of it. But I'm not sure how well that would work. I wonder if the emulator would keep all the discs together. I don't. That That's the thing right there. Because um, I, re- I remember you take the disc out. You put the other disc in. That was a problem with them. Um, but that was that was like the only problem with the game, though. Yeah. Um, Some of the loading was a pain in the ass. Lavitz. Lavitz, there you name. go. So Dart, Lavitz, Shanna, yeah. Rose, Hashel, Albert, Congle. And you meet Lavitz like Miranda. the very beginning of the game when you're running. See, I thought that that and right there at the beginning of the game, you're like running through the prison. And you're like yeah. beating the shit out of these guards. It's it's intriguing. Yeah. And then the story is compelling you, too, because you want to know what what's going on, you know. And the character dies, and the, the death was Dude, just crazy. The oh, last... the king. I, I played the king a lot, too, because he joined you after Lavitz dies. Uh, Albert, see, I didn't like him, though. You didn't like Albert? I, I did not like that. As soon as Albert came in, because I, I, I really liked Lavitz, and I played a lot with Lavitz. Yep. But then as soon as he died, I was like, okay, I'm no longer really attached to the character. So I tossed him, and I, I just had, like, it was usually Dark, Rose, and Hashel. Because didn't I think Rose had, like, a still life, some kind of still life ability. Yep. It's been a long time, but I, I want to say that she did. She had suck, that. I think, is what it was called. I, I, I want to say and that like, I started using that would, to heal my people. Her, hers was super awkward because she would go above him and almost, like, looks like she was peeing on him. Because she would flap above him and, like, go What's like weird this. weird about that? <laughs> I was worried about that. It's like she was giving them black shadow instead of the golden yeah. shower. It was the it was the black shower, <laughs> you know. But um, the dragoon transformation were always epic. No, I I, they were, I they loved were it. Spot on. Um, I, I think, liked to be able to unlock all the different abilities, all the different. Uh, yeah, because they got better as you as you went on. Some of the bosses were hard as hell. There was a boss I kept having to play over and over again. It's where you you're kind of you're sliding through all the vines. You're like under on you're on that vine world, and then you go down and I think you play Lavitz when he was dead, like his ghost comes back or something like that. And I know you, what you're talking about. Like I, I and I, that boss was just super we'd hard. Have re, we'd have to replay it though to really get to really get me to remember that piece. and to give details about it. We would for sure. But if you have not played that game, you're looking for an, an old '90s game to play. That's that game is. It's, I, it's I awesome. want to say, I mean, because everybody talks about Final Fantasy VII. I think it's as good as Final Fantasy VII. I really do. And it's not, and it's made, isn't it made by like PlayStation? Um, you know, or something by, like that? I don't know. I want to say that it came out like from PlayStation. Oh, it's published by Sony. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, it's, yeah. it's really, I, and I don't know who all worked on it. I'm not, I'm not familiar. I don't know either. But I just know that it's not like a, it's not like a Squaresoft game. And it is so well done. Um, I don't think that, uh, in my honest opinion, I think I like Legend of Dragon better than Final Fantasy VII, and I like the I like the story better as well. I do too. This because story, story and the story in seven is, the story in seven is so is so disjointed though because the, in, the problem with Final Fantasy have is they try to put too much shit into sidelines. There's so many red herrings. There, there was before, a lot of shit in before you even get to the main story, you know, and, and which is fine, but at the same time, is there's a lot of shit in seven that I didn't want to do either, yeah. like. 
Um, I never beat all the the all the the weapons. The weapons, I beat I beat them all. But I mean, I, I beat like three time. of them. I beat. I'm like I'm like. Well, there, there's three. Is there? I th- think there's three. There's four, isn't there? I want to say there's three because there's a flying one. There's a water there's one. A water one, and there's a ruby weapon. Ruby, emerald, and uh, oh, maybe I did beat all of them. Ruby, emerald. I just thought there was another one. But you have to to even beat to even beat like emerald. You have to get like to like level. You know how long it took me to beat the ruby weapon because all of a sudden like. He would just like whip one of the guys off the screen. I'm like, I guess I well, don't. I, need figured, that. I don't need that fucking guy over there anymore. <laughs> it's like two. What people. I figured out though, what I figured out though is, um, and this and this, like I said, I never used any of this stuff. I just happened to run across this. I was like, well, I wonder if I come in there with the two guys dead, if he'll still do it, and he doesn't. So that's how I always did it. So I would come, and once I figured that out, I was like, oh shit. So I'd have those two guys die, and then I would come into the battle with both of them dead, and then I'd bring them back to life real quick. You know, use Phoenix or something yeah. like that. Um, now, he'll eventually still blow them out, one of them out, you know, at a time. But you get so much time to be able to kill him. Um, so that, that's how I did it. And it, it just happened to I will say out. the brake system in that is badass. And, like, I like, how, like, I like, like how the, the bars go up and you can tell, like, when the when the turn – I like turn system fighting. You so know, the new Final Fantasy fifteen, it I, came out with, like, real fight. I heard they're supposed to be – somebody just told me the other day that they're remaking 7 – but they're getting rid of like the turn-based kind of part. Why? Like, it's going to be more of a fluent um, uh, battle system or something. And I guess, you know, and I'm fine with that because I guess going on and off screen is kind of annoying. You know, like, oh, something's attacking you. Whoa. And it I, just, I don't know. I've always kind of, I, it didn't, kind doesn't of, bother me, though. I, I think it, I think maybe it's because of nostalgia as well that I just I still enjoy that old school battle system. Did you? Okay. Shittiest game I've ever played. On an RPG was Quest sixty four. Actually, you? I kind of like Quest. Did you? I actually played all the way through it and beat the last boss. I did. I got like, <laughs> I got to the forest. Okay. I'm like, I can't take this fucking game okay, anymore. Now, yeah, does it have its problems? Yes, it that's a lot does. of problems. It certainly does, man. But I tried to stick with it, and I did. Because um, I, I was it out, out of that spite because you wanted to beat. It? I mean, I'm gonna pull. I know, up well, here. I know, I know, man. Like, but I, I stuck with you it. You guys have I was to like, Google Quest sixty four. Is is the blockiest? 64 game ever. There's a there's actually a worse there's actually a worse RPG on the 64. <laughs> I mean, look at the cover. <laughs> it's called Aiden Chronicles. I had never played that. I mean, look at look at this no, guy. Yeah, no, it looks stupid. I'm not gonna lie. And the magic system was really dumb. Yes. And poor. And I wish that the weapon would change. And but, and when I bought this, I was ex- <laughs> yeah. I think I still own it. I think I still have it in my house. When I and when I bought it, I was expecting way more than than what I got. And I hated the battle system. By the yeah, way, they put you I, in this like little I wasn't octagon big on that. type big on shit. That. It was kind of weird. It w- it was super weird. And so anyhow, I, I I got to the forest, which is not very far, and I just. I turned it off. I actually, like I said, I, I beat it. <laughs> when I was pissed because my dad would buy me a game every so now, every every now and then, and this was one of the games that he had bought me, and, and I was pumped and to play, and it was just it was just terrible. <laughs> well, you know, I know I, I want to say kind of the same thing, but I, I played it so much it was like, I don't know, like so it wasn't you like the worst thing in like the world. It. wasn't the worst thing in the world for me, but. Yeah, because there, there's another game. It's called like Aiden Chronicles or something on the on the 64, and it was bad. It was a really bad RPG. Oh, here we go. Um, it's like AY. It's right there. Yeah, AI DYN. There you go. And I own that one too. And there's parts of it that look like it's gonna be cool. Like it has a, it had a cool box. That's a sweet it box. It looked like it was gonna be a cool game, and I kept trying to get into it, and I couldn't. Um, I like the the yeah, box. No, it's pretty yeah. sweet. Um, but if you actually go through like pieces of you know and. and it's, 
it was looks like it's made by THQ or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was not. It was a pretty shitty game. Like I thought it was gonna be way better than it was. I don't know what happened between the Super NES and the 64, but Super NES had some great RPGs on it. From my understanding, a lot of the RPG makers they just went they went with Sony. And I, I'm not. I think I'm not sure if they were con- contractual contractually obligated or not. But I think that was the reasoning. Because you had Chrono Trigger on Super NES. That was had, great. Well, you had everything on. I mean, Super NES had everything. You're talking about Link to the Mario past. RPG. Yep. Um, Which is great. You had, you had the Zelda. You had Chrono Trigger. And you had a hundred other. You had Secret of Mana. You know, ah, there's Secret so of Mana many was great. incredible RPGs on the Super Nintendo. And then, you know, the whole debacle with uh, Sony being, you know, or the PlayStation being created. And, and then there was Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis was the was the one that was really fighting and battling. And then PlayStation came out. That's what's really, it came out a little bit later, but when PlayStation came out, everybody pretty much stopped NES. And that's when 64 came out to kind of come to combat yeah. that. Well, cause I guess I can't remember the whole story, but like, I think Nintendo was working with Sony to develop the disc technology. And then they end up, they end up instead of, you know, giving it to Nintendo or going that route, they end up making their own system instead to compete with them. And, uh, so it's kind of a little like backroom dealing kind of world. Now, did you ever uh, play Goldeneye? I used to love the shit out of Goldeneye, but I tried to play it recently though, and the system's all fucked up. Like you have to like move, you know, you have like the C buttons, you have the stick, and like the movement is is ridiculous. One of my favorite characters is Odd Job. I don't remember any <laughs> of the characters. To be honest with you. Well, so everybody always banned Odd Job because he was so short in the game. It was, <laughs> oh, it was super hard to fucking now. shoot him. Yep, I remember now. And um, <laughs> I like look at the renderings, uh, renderings of uh, the old sixty four games. It's so great. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I actually used to play with Ryan Hollingsworth. Like, it was the same kind of thing, and we would run around with what? What was it? Was it like a was a gun like a gold golden uh, gun? The golden one shot. Gun, gun. Yeah, yeah. that's what we do. We would try to we would just go yeah. around with those guns and then try to kill each other. We actually took this on one of my spring breaks, and we we had um, drinking contests to Goldeneye. So if you lost, you had to chug a beer, and hmm. so it'd be. It, it was a crazy. It was a crazy game, but it was fun. But we outlawed certain characters, like Golden. Uh, we outlawed Odd Job, or if it was like on a, if you, if it was like on a, the you couldn't be like the, the snow, the snow on the snow bad guys because if it was like all white outside, you couldn't blend in. So there was certain hmm. rules, but other than that, it was fun. Quake sixty four was good. I, lo- I loved Quake. Um, I didn't play as much of it. Doom. Um, Great, and you see that I read this book, uh, Masters of Doom. I've been, t- I've told you about it before, but the guys that developed Doom and how they like completely revolutionized uh, gaming for everybody. And when they developed Doom, it, it paved the way for first-person shooters in '64 and PlayStation, and they did Quake, and they they did a whole bunch of other stuff too. And those guys were just awesome. But Doom was one of my other top games I played. Do you play Doom? I played a little bit of Doom. I didn't. I didn't play it like a tremendous amount, but I played enough. Um, and I, I thought it was pretty cool. I just didn't. I didn't play as many of the first-person shooters back then. I mean, um, check out the cover. Yeah, it, it's just badass. I mean, you're shooting these these hell spawns coming up, and the the characters are awesome. He's a marine. If, if this was an '80s movie, that would that looks like Sylvester Stallone to me. <laughs> like that could totally be Sylvester Stallone in the '80s. I think that makes so much sense. It actually kind of reminds me of. Part of him shooting uh, like at Simon Phoenix and Demolition Man, you know. Uh, yeah. 
So we can let's move into that a little bit. Let's talk about some of uh, the movies that that we liked and and one of the, our favorite movies and it's probably kind of a a diamond in the rough is Judgment Night with Dennis Leary and Emilio Estevez and Cuban Gooden Jr. and I don't know what the brother is. I don't remember his name. Not very many people know the movie. I don't think like it's not. I, I just don't think it's very well known. Um, and that's sad because Dennis Leary, man, he he plays. It might be his best role ever. Um, he plays just a perfect bad guy, and he's such an asshole, and he's so funny. He's good at being an asshole. No, he's perfect. He was perfect for that. He role. even has a song. I'm an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an asshole. Know, people play it all the time. I don't like the song much, but some of his stand up is pretty good. But it's like hate filled comedy. Like it's, and he just smokes like a fucking chimney the whole time. Yeah, you ever watched it? It's yeah, just, I have. It's really ridiculous. Like, and I and I love. I actually think it's over be, the top. But I, I mean, think that, that's his be persona. Better, I think he might be better in the movies. To be honest with you. Um. Yeah, because I also love him in Demolition Man. You know, because uh, he's he's hilarious in both. If I want to, if I want to eat this and run naked down the street, I <laughs> yeah. will. Want to rub Jello all over my body? Yeah, see, singing. I'm an Oscar Mayer weeder. Whatever <laughs> yeah. he says. Uh, what's the What's the main villain in uh, Demolition Man? Is it um, Simon Kukau? Phoenix? No, no. Is it uh, What's the guy that the the overseer of the city. Oh, Cocteau? Cocteau, yeah. Cocteau's plan. Like, Fuck Cocteau. <laughs> Fuck you. He's like, and then Sylvester Stallone's like, oh, I don't know what you're saying. Fuck Cocteau too. You know, and <laughs> and just Sylvester Stallone, has he always not been able to speak like 100% he has a, clearly? Okay. Well, he has like a, para- his lip is like paralyzed on that side, I think. I did not know that. I think Was that what, from the Rocky movie? No, I, I think that's how he's, I think that's how he's been his whole life. I want to, I guess I should make sure before I say that. Because I heard that, and maybe maybe that's a, uh, you know, maybe because I've not heard true. him talk before, and he sounds just fine. I didn't know if it was because he talks that way with the Rocky movies. Like he always like, hey, Adrian, I, I <laughs> yeah. don't know, Polly. It's like um, two pairs of forceps. Misuse of these accidentally severed a nerve and caused paralysis in parts of Stallone's face. I guess it was a. Uh, uh, his complications his mother suffered during labor forced her obstetrician to use two pairs of forceps during his birth oh, and that's okay. going to fucking up his lip so that's why he's always I didn't know that part I can tell you know thank you Google I never knew that I mean that's yeah, why we have Google I, I just knew that he yeah I just knew that he had that issue with his lip because you know you always see it it doesn't really move very well so that makes sense uh, but what we're, we were talking about uh, what were we talking about before that we were talking about Judgment Night Judgment Night yeah Judgment Night's great I would definitely suggest watching anybody watching Judgment Night because I just think it's a fun movie. Even though it may not be the best movie in the world, and Emilio Estevez, his acting might be a little over the top, but it's well done. Like if you're talking about like in terms of what it is, it's it's really solid. Well, I I think it the storyline's great. Yeah, it's a total. You it's get, a late, it's an early '90s movie, but it's it could definitely be an '80s movie for sure because it has that feel to it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And you you know you get these four like yuppie you know yuppie friends who live in like a yuppie area who go to like who are you know trying to yeah, tr- trying to get to this boxing match and go they get off road and go into like the worst fucking slums. Do you, and, that, are they in Chicago? Is that what they yeah, said? I think so. Yeah. And do you find it funny that they ran into the white guys in the slums? And, yeah, and not the black guys. Yeah, because they do run into they do run into African Americans. Black guys later. Black guys okay. later, and it's just kind of funny that like the, in the slums and you know they run. They, well, it's cons- white guys. Yeah, white when, guys. You're, when you're looking at like yeah, when you're looking at stereotypes because they're not. I guess that is kind of funny, but I think it's just just because of the time period probably where they're just 
just had a lot more white actors, you know, in the, even in the early 90s in movies. Well, and Dennis Leary is perfect for that. He was he was absolutely perfect for the movie. You um, fucked up my car. So, yeah, so these... And so I don't these, have collision. These four yuppies get stranded there, and these, uh, you know, they end up witnessing a murder. And then Dennis Leary, who's like some kind of crime boss in this in this whatever shithole town. He's got to be a drug dealer, town. I'm assuming. Yeah, he has tons of power. Like, it's almost like a little mob, like a little mob boss. You know, and they're after him trying to kill him the whole movie. Which is... The only weird thing about it is, it's like... He himself goes after it. That's the type of, like, boss he is. And he takes, like, his best four guys. Maybe not that one guy, but, like, he takes his best four people with him and doesn't, like, call any backup in. Yeah, or... well, I guess you don't know how many other people he has. So maybe, if maybe he's it a just, boss, maybe he it just happened right? because he just happened to be there. Yeah. You know, like, and that's and that's why he was like, well, fuck it. I'm, you know, I'm the most vicious son of a bitch of us, so I can, I'll do it. I love, <laughs> I love that scene where he drowns his own guy. <laughs> You know, he's like, you're fucking nagging and you're fucking blah, blah, blah. And another guy's like, he ain't getting, I don't think he's Well, the funny thing, he's, he's, he's not even looking down. He's yeah. like holding the guy head down in the water. Yeah. He's like, he's like complaining to this to to the other yeah. guy. He's like, this motherfucker, all he does is yap, 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 all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't think he's getting up. <laughs> and he actually looks surprised. Like, Yeah, he didn't mean he to kill him. He's yeah. like, oh, I guess I, I, guess I killed him. So I think I just think that part's good. Um, well, and it didn't even phase the other guy. Like, no, he was they just like, I don't you, think he's getting up. You th- you'd think they'd be close to each other, but like, it was just it's interesting how they had it. But I think the only reason he died was because obviously his best friend just died, mm-hmm. and um, that's when Kuminga Jr. hits him with a pipe, and uh, our our Emilio Estevez hits him with the pipe, and then Kuminga Jr. shoots him, and. That's and he dies and the the guy's making fun of like you you just got your best friend killed what do you yeah. think about that you know and then he just it was time for that guy to die because he was like challenging his power all movie and he was uh, just some low rung punk yep and he sure got killed easily yep <laughs> oh yeah yeah it just it was it was a good way to go but the end battle scene was good too it, it was just all around good <laughs> Francis what was it Francis Wyatt or something Francis like Wyatt, that yeah which is such a white guy name it is you know. Free, Francis? He's like, oh, you got a cute wife, too. You know, what, like, is she Italian? Yeah, I've always wanted a <laughs> fucking Italian girl, Frank. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that and he reads off his address? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, it, it's pretty funny. It's, that's a, it's a very solid, for that early part of the 90s, just like Demolition Day, same kind of thing. Or same, Demolition Man. Same kind of thing. You know, you got a very Been stuck on movie. Demolition Day, dude. Yeah, I said that earlier, too. I don't know why. So, did you hear... I didn't know about this. I'm going to Google it real quick, too, while we talk about it. That the end of the world is coming on April 18th. I hadn't heard that, but it's supposed to end all the time. I know. And then, I, I you know, these people, they just keep making predictions. They're just like, oh, well, guys, I was wrong. It's actually going to end in six months. So, like, it, people do it again. Videos oh. of the end of the world on April 18th. Ooh. And, oh, and awesome. I, I don't get these people. Well, there's a, there's a New York... Oh, that's that's from years ago. Yeah. Oh, because this was in '99, so maybe oh man, they've used this date before. These motherfuckers. <laughs> it's not even original. Well, and here's my thing: um, <laughs> the end is near. Dun dun dun. Well, and my, my my problem with all this shit is is people actually go out and buy water and generators and random shit. And if you looked at my fridge right now, I've got some pizza from Casey's. That that's left or actually actually Pizza Hut. Yeah, but I've got pizza. 
I've got a couple of canned goods in there. I mean, so you're preparing? Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm the opposite. I'm going to McDonald's on April 18th and be like, "Can I get a Big Mac, please?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but this shit, this shit happens all the time. I mean, just, what's the difference between these guys? This one and our local weathermen, and, you know, <laughs> who's like, guys, it's going to be the worst storm ever. You're going to have to fucking dig yourselves out, and then it'll maybe it'll like snow an inch. But everybody they bought up all the fucking water, shovels, gloves. And every other fucking piece of equipment they get a box. Then all of a sudden, snow blowers. It doesn't do shit. Yes. And, and then, then ten days later, it snows four foot. Just a fucking marketing ploy. And then really, these are just marketing ploys too. I mean, for the most part, in some one way or another. Oh, this one says April eleventh, and look, they even have uh, certain significant like timelines here. There's a significant in biblical terms, as it represents the Holy Trinity. Three is is how old Jesus was when he died. Oh, it's the dumbest shit in the world. It's like it's like thirty three was how old Jesus was when he died. He goes on to say, "Crazy people of the United Nations declared on December twenty first that Jerusalem is not the capital of Israel." So that's what people are saying that like like Don, so Donald Trump is the Antichrist. Jesse, how do you, well, how might, do you feel about that? I guess that's possible. He's, he's fucking porn stars and yeah. he's the president of the United States. I can't wait to vote for him again. To be honest with you, he has a big ass nuclear button on his desk. I mean. You know, you would be to be honest with you. If Donald Trump said, "I'm the Antichrist," I would laugh. I'd be like, "Oh, that's so funny, man! He's such a troll. You know, he's even trolling God." You know, I think that'd be so funny. Um, and I wouldn't believe him at first. But see, okay, this is okay. I've got to read this because it's it's really interesting. Because not only was Jesus 33 when he died, this is what this site says. By the way, uh, it says that. Uh, all of a sudden, we declared that um, Jerusalem is no longer the capital of Israel. Uh, let's see. Forty-two days after that, there was a there was a red blue supermoon. The moon got blue. Well, I missed that fucking memo. Moon? Yeah, but it was it blue. Well, I, I did not see a blue. Like, I saw a red moon. I did not see a blue one. It. Anyhow, what the fuck ever. Um, following this, Mister Mead says Ron Reese. A biblical scholar of many years says the tribulation begins around April 11th, 2018. So, should we have a tribulation party? Yeah, well, uh, sure. Sure, you, you you know. I'm supposed to go to Mexico on April 20, April 19th, no, so. it's not going to happen. If well, it, actually, if I'm going to be pissed off the world ends on April 18th, and I'm supposed to go to uh, Mexico on April 19th. Well, Mexico's not that fun anyway, probably, so you probably aren't missing anything. Try tell my wife that. <laughs> so here's the funny thing is i've actually read all the tribulation books you know those were those were popular back in a while but and i've read all of them and i actually thought you mean where are you talking about the uh the the fiction ones uh fuck my mom read all those i I went through a point in time where i was sort of i I don't know why i can't go because like kirk it's like kirk cameron kind of stuff um Fuck, I can't remember. Keep it's called it one's. It's called like Tribulation Force and the stuff like that. But yeah, I've read all of them, and they're actually pretty good. It's it's interesting. But I always thought to myself, if I were left on Earth, left behind, left, left behind, behind yes. If I was left on Earth, left behind, and I see these people, it's like they they try to come up with these like crackpot theories in the book of why people are left behind, and I would automatically be like, oh fuck. Well, hey man, I I'm really sorry that I fucked up. Um, could you beat me up, Scotty? You know, like, but here's the thing is, would you think it's aliens? I, I mean, it's got I, I an alien. <laughs> well, God probably is an alien. Um, I've seen, you know, because I've, I've watched like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Ego, I mean, he would technically be an, he'd be an alien, right? 
and he was he was like a god too. So I'm guessing God is probably an alien. Yeah, that's just my guess. Well, and it, it, here's something that I just want to throw out there, and I kind of want to see what you think on this. I know that you're part of the Round Earther Society podcast. Yeah, I think the Earth is round. Yeah, but it's just not flat. Is it? <laughs> it's kind of flat. It's not. It's not like round. You know, it's got ice caps in the end to keep everything on Earth. Um, but here's my question for you, and this makes sense in our universe and everything that's going on. The way Hollywood is able to make certain movies and theories, do you think they have some kind of inside information? Have you seen the movie Paul with the guys from Shaun of the Dead? Paul, yeah. And like he can like well, just going, imagine when they made ET. I mean, they've been known they've known about this shit for a long time. So do you do you think that there's in us inside information to kind of prepare us for like um, aliens someday to kind of like desensitize desensitize us? To, I can't say that word. Desensitize desensitize us. I can, still can't say it. Desensitize. I, I my mouth is full of cotton right now. Um, but do you think that <laughs> mouth is full of cock right now? <laughs> he can't speak. Desensitize. Monica's not going to be happy with you sitting next to me about that. <laughs> yeah. um, do you think that's a, a ploy of the government? Well, did, did you see, on like a serious note, did you see the the videos that were released by the government? I did not. The military videos of uh, of them chasing like an, an, a UFO? You haven't seen that? No. That just came out within like the last month. Really? It's and it's done by like a, uh, it's by like our Air Force. And then our Air Force is talking about it. And they've been, they've been all, it's been all over now. I mean, it was, it was finally released. And it's like this pill-shaped object that's, that's huge in the sky, and it just kind of flies off. And it's legit. Like, it's not like, ha-ha, you know, it is a... Uh, is this it? That's no, Turkish. that's not it. It just, oh, it just you, came US out Air like... Oh, uh, chases UFO. Yeah, no, it's pretty it's pretty sweet. I don't know about the sound on that. I'm going to mute it. But, and they're kind of talking about it. Uh, I don't know if that's it. Jesse, that looks... I don't, that's not it. <laughs> that that's not it. That looks like something it. from a sci-fi movie. Yeah, that's definitely from a sci-fi movie. Um... But I can I can pull it up real quick, man, and I'll I'll get it. I'll find it because it's a it was a really big deal. But but yeah, so I think you know it was kind of like the the like aha yeah this is actually pretty real. I don't know why it's not the first thing that's popping up by the way because this it was a major release. Did it get released on the news? Yeah, it's really? everywhere because it was on it was on Tucker Carlson. It was it was everywhere. And that's not it either. Do you think? <laughs> do you think Trump would honestly tell us if there were aliens? I don't I, think they would honestly tell him. I, that's that was going to be my next question. Um, I listen to this paranormal podcast every now and then, and they talk about uh, black eyed kids, and they talk about men in black and shadow figures and all this other stuff. Do you believe in stuff like that? That uh. That uh, aliens have visited here. Is that the part? Just in like that's that's a, this and this is from. Do you believe in like the paranormal? I guess is what I'm asking. Do you believe that like there's a, like a men in black, or do you believe that there are paranormal entities? I think this is part of the. I think that's one of the videos from it. That's not that's not from a great source. Um, well, yeah, I think there, I think they're most definitely. Um, and it my sounds not sounds not all the way off so. If you're going to try to play it, but I, I think there have to be, I think there has to be aliens. And if you, if you start pushing down, it's going to, it's going to autoplay, I think. <clears throat> but 
Of course, of course, the the universe is so large. There has to be additional life now. Whether or not they have the technology to get here, that's a whole different thing. Well, and I was, the the video is really <clears throat> legit because you have this you have this Navy pilot flying. I think it was it might have been a Navy pilot um, or whatever. Air, you know, maybe he's there for whatever it is. Um, and he's like, "Holy shit!" Basically, he's like, "My God!" Like, look at this thing. And everybody else, you know, they see it too. And it's like this thing that's kind of he was saying it basically defied all logic and all uh, science as we know it. Um, I was listening to um, a, a video by Professor Michu Kaku, and uh, he's he's uh, really involved in string theory. He talks about if an alien civilization came to the Earth, and at this point in time, we wouldn't exist anymore. And he's saying that we're on certain – there's certain tiers of how advanced civilizations are here and out in the universe. And right now, we're at a zero. And there's zero, like one, two, and three. And he talks about <clears throat> where we're going to be at in 100 years. And even if in 100 years from now, we would even be at a, at a one um, or even at a zero. I don't even think we're going to zero yet. And so it's really good. He helped develop string theory. He's the, – the dude's a genius. And, it doesn't um, sound like it. No, I don't know enough about him. He, so. t- he, he talks all about Einstein's theory of re- uh, re- <clears throat> relativity. Relativity. Thank you. And um, – he has uh, – he's all over YouTube. He's all over the news. He was – you can – they, they – well, I'm going to pull him up real quick. And they talk – and he talks a lot about like what technology is going to be like in the years to come. And for example, for medical studies, they're trying to develop a thing right now. It's like when you use the restroom, it analyzes your stools hmm. and it keeps it in a database because a lot of actual good diagnosis comes uh, from your stool samples and he said that we can, they can predict, pre-predict cancer by you going, by you taking a dump or by you taking a piss. Hmm. It can analyze your stool, that's and therefore cool. those the, it will automatically send that to your doctor. Yeah, that's and cool. then and every and every quarter or so, like it would analyze it, and then you can pre-tailor medicine for like Crohn's disease, lupus, and all these other diseases that that um, celiac disease, and you know just other diseases that are out there. You can almost predetermine them. And it would it would help us give us cures for the future. And that's something that they're working hard on to do, but we don't hear about research or stuff like that, um, which kind of is frustrating. Well, I mean, I don't know. There, you know, there's so much. There's so much. To the You've universe. seen this guy before. This is him right here. Yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about. He's a genius. I guess I hadn't really read much from him though, but yeah, as soon as I see him, that's what's weird because I see him, and I'm like, oh yeah, of course I've seen that guy. Yeah. Um. That seems like. The, the problem I would have with the rating scale, unless, unless he's talking about like a basic rating system of, hey, we would need to be at this level, like we'd have to be able to leave our planet to get to another planet, would be this. You know, and if we could leave our solar system, we'd be this. If it was something like that, okay. But like trying to rate other things, it seems like trying to know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's, it just seems like you wouldn't have enough information to be able to rate anything else. And of course, I think, I think it would be, I think it's possible. You know, of course there's other aliens. Now, how advanced are they? I don't know. So, and then, so now that we're on the alien subject, he does talk about alien superstructures. And remember that was on the news too? It was on the news about... It was. They were wondering if something might be an alien superstructure, but I think they kind of backed off of that. My would, point. So now... No. It, would be, it would be neat, but um, at the same time... Do you think God's getting in position for April 11th, Jesse? <laughs> Now, the real question is, is, you know, is is there like gods on each planet? Like, does each planet have a god or, 
You know, I, like a so, is there like a whole god of the entire universe? I had a crazy dream, and I think I've discussed this with you before. And I had this dream, and it was about it was about God, and it was about me fighting in a battle for God. And I had and I had died here, right? And I had transcended, or my consciousness had like. Oh, are you again? Thirty-two. But oh, I feel almost way more thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three. Almost yeah. thirty-three. I've been saying like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Keep going. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> Um, you don't turn you don't turn thirty three on April eleventh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be kind of weird. That would be weird. Um, so I had this dream that I transcended, and God is God of our direct universe, but there are billions of universes in the galaxy. Or there's a billion galaxies in the universe. I'm sorry, I said that backwards. So in our galaxy, and so of our galaxy, so God created our galaxy. But he protects his galaxy from other galaxies. And so he's kind of like a guardian of like our galaxy or something, right? Pretty much. Well, he's a guardian, but he's also but if you ever look at the Bible though, and you look at the Old Testament and you look at the you look at the Quran and you compare the two, God is very hierarchical. There's a very there's there's definitely a hierarchy, and he will kneel before me. He will pray to me. If you look, if you actually look at the the way God works, you should be thankful that I sent my only son to die for your sins. This the, the way stuff's worded and how it works out in religion in general. It's very servitor. You, you're you're like serving, servitude. yeah. And and so when I had this dream, I was dreaming that I was serving, but I was I was on the front lines of this big ass battle, and I just remember like killing like these weird like what I would consume to be demon looking things, but. Maybe they're not demons, dude. Maybe it's just another galaxy that's infiltrated, you know, what we are now, you know? I think, I think if we – I think aliens would actually be good for this planet. Not in like, okay, if they could make it here, they'd have greater technology. Sure. But you want to bring the planet together? You want to get like like to a post-racial world and all that yep. other stuff? We need aliens. <laughs> we need them to exist so we that we can a- unify. Because then our planet would unify. Like I, you bet your ass, the fucking planet would unify. I would agree with that for sure. And – Everybody would have to fight together, you know, yeah. to survive. Um, or it'd be but, like Independence Day, which we still won, but I mean, we lost a lot of people. We did. It lost a lot of cities. But my, my thing is, what do you think about – and I'm not saying this is true. It was just a stupid dream. But what do you think about the, the possibility of – because my, my – just to get a little deeper here, and it's not me to get this deep, but where the hell did God come from? You know, it's like you think about that, yeah. like – well, exactly, and that's in, and I actually to ask his questions. I I graduated from a private uh, Catholic school. I've actually sat down with with the monks, and I've had this in depth discussion with them. And it's like, well, I know I have to have faith, and I get having faith and and that structure of faith. But at the end of the day, I look at Saint Thomas Aquinas and the, the five arguments he had on why God exists and how he interpreted it, interpreted that and put it into a reason for how you can explain his existence, but it still doesn't explain it because nothing can come from nothing. Something can never come from nothing. Well, and so if there's, if, if there's ever one point of consciousness, if there's ever one point of life, what was before that point of life? Yeah. What was ever before anything? Uh, I actually, I, I ask that question all the time. And the, 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 the answer to that is, you know, there's no answer. I get that. Because where did – I mean like people are like, oh, the Big Bang. You know, but where did it come from? What, what happened before that? Why is there matter? Why are there atoms? Why are there neutrons? Why is there a universe? Why is there anything? Why is there a my- mitochondria, the power cell of a nucleus? Why does that exist? 
Why does anything exist? Well, no, I, I, I do. Yeah, I, I ask the same question. Um, it's just the only bad thing is, is I don't think there's an answer to it. Not, not to that one specifically. So um, it's a funny thing we're talking about this. I'm listening to A Wrinkle in Time again. I've, I haven't read it since like sixth grade, but I'm listening to it again. And I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished with it on Audible. And um, they talk about moving walls. And they can move walls because matter isn't solid. So he can move the molecules in the wall because it's not matter is never solid. So he can just move shit around. Like you're not a solid person. You're just made up of matter. And so it's really interesting. So our minds keep our bodies together pretty much. It's kind of like the con- mm. it's kind of like a lot of what the book is saying. And it talks a lot about science, which is really interesting that we read that in sixth grade. So to that point, it's 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 kind of scary when you think about it it's you have this conscious thought and no one can explain what cognitive thought is we can't explain it you can't you can't you can't scientifically have an experiment on thought you know you can't measure it you know what i mean you can some people are smarter than other people we can measure that but you can't actually define what is thought how can we have this ability to think to ask to wonder, you can't explain that, and that to me, that's it's just interesting. Well, when things get too, you know, too far for me, I, I typically don't focus on them much because I'm too busy trying to survive in the real world. <laughs> um, but I understand them, and you know, I get, I get the questions because I ask some of the similar questions. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about aliens, but I'm trying to think of what it was now. I know it had to do with you know them having like advanced technology. Oh yeah, here's. Here would be here's kind of what I think is probably happening if aliens are here, you know, like we have lost tribes in the Amazon and things like that that every once in a while we kind of peek in on, but we try to stay out of their lives so they can kind of stick to their old ways and they know nothing about the outside world, they have no idea, like no concept of what if they do even see like a I don't know if you've ever seen any of those or not, but I have not. But there's like no. lost tribes in the Amazon still to today, and every once in a while they'll like a like a, a chopper will get a thing of it and like you'll, you'll a couple people will be out there and they'll like throw a spear at the chopper kind of a thing. So they probably go back and they tell their people, hey, there's this, you know, UFO thing. So I kind of think like aliens are kind of the, it's kind of the, it's kind of the same thing. Like we, we, we go and see those people in the Amazon and we're like, oh, well, let's leave these people alone so they can be in their natural state. And there's some tribes that are still lost. Like they're still lost. Like they probably exist, we think. Yeah, actually, that's, there's the picture um, that, I, that I've seen before. Um, but it's the same kind of thing. Like we don't want to bother, we don't we don't want to bother them. And then if there are aliens who are watching us, they're probably just watching us develop too. Like, oh look at these primitives, you know? Like, <laughs> look at oh they hired they got Donald Trump. I mean, what the like the aliens are just like, you know? Have you seen that South Park episode where they uh, cancel Earth? Like Earth is like they took all the races from other universes and they put them on Earth because we we fight each other and it's entertaining. <laughs> so, but we started that's, getting that's pretty so, funny. But we started get, we started getting along, so we're just gonna cancel the episode because <laughs> it's too harmonic. There's too much harmony on Earth. <clears throat> I thought that was pretty funny, but like uh, so th- that that theory is definitely out there, and I don't disagree with it. My my only question is, um, have you seen the movie The Fourth Kind? I don't think so. It's really good. I made Monica watch the other day, and she kind of freaked out because she gets really freaked out about stuff um, like that. And it's it's pretty freaky, man. If you look at if you look at Alaska and all the uh, the issues they're having with disappearances, there's a crazy amount of disappearances in Alaska. These tribes look yeah. But the thing is, doesn't Alaska also have a suicide problem? 
You know, and I don't know where people can get lost. They're documented but... FBI disappearances, though. They're not. They're not like suicide-ish. Russians. Are the that Russians could doing be this? Because <laughs> I mean, you can see Russia from Alaska. But dude, but here's the thing: it's all over CNN. Right Sarah Palin's house. It was all over CNN, and um, but the no, actual, I, I guess I'm unfamiliar with it. The yeah. actual city has like. It's a small city, right? And the amount of disappearances in that city are astonishing. Um, I'm gonna try to pull it up for you. Hmm. Well, that sounds interesting. So why why I look at this, Jesse? Do you believe in abductions? No. You know, but here's what I do kind of think is funny though. Like I think that there might eventually be like a day where. You know, we do find out there's aliens, and we end up finding out, like, these fucking crazy people in our society that, that always said they were abducted and everybody thought they were so full of shit, end up being completely right. I would kind of like that to be true. I just think that'd be funny. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, these, the tinfoil hat people, and, like, tinfoil <laughs> hats actually do work. Like, there's like something the about them. Th- the movie and, The Third Kind. Yeah, like, we end up having to use tinfoil hats, and that's how they can't uh, track some, whatever. Like, we end up being able to use that against them, and somehow this helps us. I, I would love for all that to be, to work out. Um I hope to God it does. Okay, so here's the crazy thing about this uh, about this movie. So Chapman University actually televised an interview with the lady that was that this movie is about. And the crazy thing about it is, it became national news. And the people that she was hypnotizing in these interviews, to like kind of figure out why they're having sleep paralysis and and uh, other trouble sleeping. They would start speaking Sumerian, and that's not like a dead language. I've heard I've heard shit like that before, and I'm always I'm always so skeptical, man. Like, but how do they? And you can and the in the movie they actually play the real footage. They play the real footage from those interviews. Those people are speaking Sumerian. That that's crazy. You gotta you gotta at least admit that's when people like they say people are possessed and they start speaking Arabic. You know the population of the world that can probably speak Arabic. You know it's probably not very high. I don't know. I don't know. Um, We're talking about dialect and everything is there. How do you explain that? Is it a subconscious thing? I mean, but how do you explain? The, the, the question in my mind is like, does does this exist? So do you, you believe in God, right? Sure. Okay. Do you believe in the devil? Uh, I don't know, actually. That's kind of a... See, I, I mean, you don't, you don't have can, to have. You, you don't have to have both. Can you, oh, that's my next question. You know, can you have one without the other? I, and I think, I think yes. You know, because I mean, anything, because I mean, it's the same thing. People ask me, do you believe in heaven? And I'll, you know, if I say sure, you know, and then they'll be like, well, do you believe in hell? I'd be like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, can there be heaven without one without the other? Well, and I always, my dumb, my dumb uh, rationalization is, well, wouldn't anything compared to heaven be hell? <laughs> you know, like, no, in, in, in one way or one sense or another. But they're like talking about the, you know, uh, so- hellfire and brimstone burning to death hell and I you know and I'm not sure I'm not sure about all that stuff like uh, I get you know the, the reason I, I guess I don't really put much thought into it or even the devil because I mean I don't I, it's not where I plan on going anyway so well I don't I don't do a lot of study of those ones and I don't I don't believe that there's gonna be a, a lake of fire and I think some of it just sounds sure sounds nice you know like or, well not nice but like it's a good way to entice get people, people to do to... what you want them to do I would agree with that. Be good, or you're gonna go to hell, little kid. But so my my the reason I asked those questions were because I was gonna get to this point on exorcisms. Do you believe that people can be possessed? Is <laughs> I don't think so, because that would require like evil spirits. And though I want there to be evil spirits, 
I have seen no evidence that evil spirits exist. Though I would love for it to be like that kind of world. Do you I believe in ghosts? Uh, no, I, I, I would love for them to exist. Now, here's the other thing. Like, I would love for the stuff to exist, but I don't believe in it. Like, maybe that's why I don't see them, because I don't, I'm not a believer. If only I would believe. But Okay, so if you thought that you believed in them, and you say you, you tell yourself that you believe in it, do you just see it because you want to see it then? It, it, well, that's, 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 that's the catch-22, so right? Like, and the, a lot of the exorcism stuff, dude, like the Catholic Church still keeping exorcists and stuff, I... They're actually increasing the, 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 the I, I heard that. Do you see that? The I article that, they put yeah. out that they're actually training more people to do exorcisms because it's gone up. Um, and maybe that's because Donald Trump is the Antichrist. And maybe that is because the world's going to end on April 11th. And I just hope Casey's Pizza and Pizza Hut are going to be open. I'll have the fridge stocked with Red Bulls and. I think Dr. If, Peppers. I think if it's the end of times, most likely the people that work at those places will still be there. Yeah. Like, I don't think they'll be called to heaven. Um, no. I think it's a very <laughs> – most of the world won't. You know. There's, yeah. So you, Casey <clears> – <throat> your, your local Casey's is still going to be open people. <laughs> you know, if it's the – not the rapture. What's the – It's or, a rapture. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a rapture. If, yeah. if that happens, don't worry. You're still going to be able to get your pizza because those people are pieces of shit. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I just, but they will be there. I think <laughs> – <laughs> I think most people are going to be there, you know, and I don't know, man. I don't really believe in the rapture. But if you have honest, a rapture, then all this has, stuff is kind of ridiculous. But you're saying is if you have a rapture, that means there has to be a hell. I just don't, I don't believe in the rapture either. I don't think it's ever going to, like, because everybody, ever since Jesus left, they're always like, oh, Jesus is going to be back any day now. You wait and see. You better be good. Jesus is coming but back. It hasn't been that long since you, he's been gone. Well, I mean, 2,000 years. I mean, I guess it all depends on, depends on what you think about that, but. I mean, 2,000 years is, a, is not a very long time. It's just the same people, though. They just keep pushing it. I mean, you yep. better be good because, I mean, Jesus is coming back any day. He's coming back any day tomorrow. He's coming back any day. It just keeps going on and on. I, I don't know. Like, I kind of think that's a little – hmm. Sounds like BS to me because what's the point? I mean, and why do I have to – the other part is I can be a good person without having to have pressure put on me about well, Jesus is coming back. You must do this. Well, I'm going to just be a good person, and I, I won't. I have never to. understood it either. And I, I mean, think I think if you're a person who who is, is in a position where you know some if if Jesus knew your heart and the only reason you were doing it was for this reason, you're not going to have it anyway. Yeah. No, and I, <laughs> so and I agree. If you're that kind of person. You're already fucked. Well, my other question is, as well, where is heaven? You know what I mean? And, and the thing it's is, like space. As you sit on the cloud, and they can actually prove that space is expanding. So where the fuck is it expanding to? And what's outside of space? I know. That's what I said. So it, I've asked that question I got, too. I got a pen right People here. People talked to me about that. I was like, so hmm. here's space, right? And space and then yeah, Earth, that little dots Earth and got all the other galaxies over here. What is out here? Uh, Reavers. It's Reaver territory, Matt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's Reaver territory. I'm not positive, but we don't go out there. Uh, but things are expanding. Um, but, but I mean, is that Miranda? <laughs> you, you've, you've seen, have you seen, uh, you've seen Firefly, right? Or, uh, Serenity. I, Serenity's a movie. I've seen Serenity, yes. <laughs> but, um, my, my, but my, it still doesn't beg the difference. Whatever's, how could there ever be anything? How do you, how do you think yeah, through that, what, through what that if, problem? What is it expanding inside of? <laughs> right? But what's outside of the thing? Contained it's contained by something. So right? if it's contained by something, what's the outside of the thing containing the something? I don't know. God? 
what's outside of that? <laughs> but you can, but see, how do you philosophically answer that question that's never been done before? Yeah. So if we figure that answer out, Jesse, we will be rich not only in this life, but the afterlife and the afterlife outside of that afterlife. The problem is, is that we're only human. Do you know what? I think I just problem. figured out the definition to um, – not definition, but the answer to the equation to eternal life. We got to figure out what's after the after the after. So if we can solve those equations, so if if life is here and there's something outside of that life and then there's something outside of that life, we just got to figure out how to transcend to each point. I'm hearing you. You know what it is, I'm Jesse? Hearing, I think it does it have to do with quick trip T? It's a wrinkle in time. Oh. Instead of instead of traveling a straight line, we're just going to fold the paper and travel right to the other side. Some people call this a wormhole. <laughs> I've seen that done, like that done before, like to explain wormholes. I think it might, yep. might even be an interstellar, actually. Probably. Yeah, I'm just he does, it was. He like, does that. Is, yeah, and he sticks to like whatever. He sticks to the yeah. pencil through the paper. Yeah. So I think you're on to something about this. Um, that's eternal life. Probably going to figure it out. That looks like a now. pitchfork, but that's eternal life. Yeah. No, I think it's going to get figured out any day now. I think we're almost there. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but it does It does make me wonder. You know, there's a philosopher named Epicurus, and he would just say, does it matter what happens when you die? Either there's something or there's nothing. What the hell does it matter? Well, I think at the very least, from my understanding, you know, is uh, once energy is created, it cannot be destroyed. Is that right? Yep. So if nothing else, we are energy. And so at the, at the, without even, you know, if you don't believe in God, whatever, like that energy is going to go somewhere. I don't know how it'll be used. I don't know what will happen to it because it's not going to disappear. It's going to be, yeah, you can say that's a soul. You can say it's what I mean. I can't, I don't know. But it will be something. Maybe we won't ha have any idea. Maybe we won't be uh, conscious, but we'll see. All right. I think sounds, we should wrap it up. Sounds scary. <laughs> it does. We can... We can leave it on that kind of a note. <laughs> yeah. Our only listener just committed suicide. <laughs> we like you. Maybe he'll come back and tell us yes. what the other side's like. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> if you could do that. If you could please come back on April 10th. Please email us at uh, asininemedia at gmail.com, Spirit. <laughs> and don't forget, there needs to be by April 10th because uh, we want to make sure that we catch the train. Yeah. And I, who knows how long it takes, how many days it takes to get through that other side. It, there so, might be a registration process. Yeah. No, he could be in a long line. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Hey, if you need if you need a couple gold coins, let us know. <laughs> we'll get you through Hades real quick. All right, guys. All peace right. out. Bye-bye.